It's Miss Mariana and you are plugged into the tune-up. All right, so today's topic is, if you don't know, now you know. I know. I know. I know. I know it. I know what you want. Fool, you know how we do it. And one thing I've learned in my time on the planet Earth is that humans, we pride ourselves on knowing a lot. Whether it's old school wisdom or new school knowledge with a twist, whether it's the information age and technology at our fingertips, and even if we don't consider ourselves the smartest humans on the planet, we got good old Google, right? And in us knowing a lot, we are pretty confident in our life moves and decisions and the things that we make. If not, we can seek out any valuable information in order to guide us. There's a how-to for this and a how-to for that on practically every platform that we share. But lately, there has been something that has hit us, a worldwide pandemic. That's right, COVID-19, the coronavirus. Stay in your home, I repeat. Stay in your home. Your personal safety, the safety of the entire city depends upon your full cooperation with the military authorities. And boy, oh boy, are we questioning what we know at all. We are stressed out, on edge. Some of us are feeling insane and crazy. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> this is the type of shit to make the hood go crazy. A lot of us have admitted we're losing our mind. We are losing control. Now with human beings, when we're struggling with our state of mind, we look to our leadership, those in decision-making positions to help us out, to help us get through, to guide us, protect us, and give us knowledge and wisdom when we don't know how to find it for ourselves. And this is their new hoax, coronavirus, you know that, right? coronavirus. Now at the beginning of this whole epidemic, which has shifted into a pandemic, meaning it's affecting the entire planet, We've sought out leadership from our government. We are coordinating with the Chinese government and working closely together on the coronavirus outbreak in China. My administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat. No matter how much has been minimized, it is clear that we can't run, we can't hide, and we are definitely in a crisis, a public health and safety crisis that cannot be denied. No matter what the crisis is. I think we have it very well under control. Uh, we have 
Very little problem in this country at this moment. I mean, view this the same as the flu. When somebody sneezes, I mean, I try and bail out as much as possible. We are seeing an explosion in the number of cases. Right now, folks are trying to figure out how to breathe. I mean, literally trying to breathe. Just let me breathe for a minute, man. Baby, just breathe. Action from the president. In the meantime, the number of cases continues to rise. Breathe in, breathe out. It's so hard to breathe. Hospitals are running out of space, out of equipment, and even out of personnel. But even increasing production so dramatically is a drop in the bucket of need. They expect that they're going to see a lot of patients in respiratory failure, and they're going to need to put them on ventilators. And we might be, you know, two or three, four times short of the number we actually need. You gotta breathe. You gotta. Uh, you gotta. Uh. Is there anyone out there? Cause it's getting harder and harder to breathe. Oh, the virus that we're talking about having to do. You know, a lot of people think that goes away in April with the heat. Because of all we've done, the risk to the American people remains very low. No matter how much symptoms are denied, folks are losing their lives, and we feel the pressure. We had to get a refrigerated truck to store the bodies of patients who are dying. Well, I'm about to get sick from watching my TV. Been checking out the news till my eyeballs fail to see. People die from the flu, and this is very unusual. And it is a little bit different, but in some ways it's easier, and in some ways it's a little bit tougher. If you're healthy, 911, what's your emergency? Uh, you will probably. Uh, Go through a process and, and you'll be fine. Really? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We're in great shape. A lot of us are trying to figure out what information to believe or not to believe. Uh, but people are talking about July, August, something like that. So it could be right in that period of time where it, I say wash, it washes through. Other people don't like that term but where it washes through. Many of us have never seen a quarantine or even familiar with the concept of having a lifestyle where we live on lockdown. lockdown. Is this the new normal until the height of the summer? Uh, we'll see what happens, but they think uh, August, could be July, could be longer than that. While people are continually infected, the death tolls are rising, folks can't go to work, can't travel, or have a social life. We're asking everyone to work at home if possible, postpone unnecessary travel, and limit social gatherings. By making shared sacrifices and temporary changes, we can protect the health of our people and we can protect our economy because I think our economy will come back very rapidly. That's a question is for human beings, especially the ones living in America, is do you believe? Do we really believe the information that's being given to us? Do we believe in the leadership and the guidance that's being offered? Do we believe that humans really are being protected in the best way possible? Do we believe that we're being given more help than hurt? when it comes to the guidance and leadership necessary.
And finally, do we trust that it's possible to believe anything right now? You don't trust nobody. I don't trust nobody. I don't need nobody. I just say this. We have an invisible enemy. We have a problem that a month ago, nobody ever thought about. While people continue to spiral out of control, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, folks are asking, what are we supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Be a fool who sits alone waiting for you. We'll see what happens. Nobody really knows. The fact is, the greatest experts I've spoken to all, nobody really knows. More than you'll ever know. One day we'll be standing possibly up here, we'll say, well, we won. And we're going to say that. Sure as you're sitting there, we're going to say that. And we're going to win. And I think we're going to win faster than people think. Meanwhile, our president persists that we will win. We will win, we will win, we will win. So will the real shady please stand up? We're searching, searching for stimulus checks that have been offered. We're searching for answers via social media. We're searching for cures and solutions. We're searching for support, but ultimately love, love to get through this thing as we are hashtag alone together. Now, for people who've known me personally, I've been teaching about public health and safety in a variety of ways, whether that's safety for our children when it comes to leadership, whether that is safety in terms of the home, school, neighborhood, and workplace. I've done my best to try to create a level of normalcy so that having public health and safety conversations are something that are a regular part of our daily lives. And now folks are finally starting to see the value in this. So if we're gonna question, do we believe in our authorities and the people that are in decision-making positions, it's probably time we start looking into ourselves, looking into how we govern our personal lives, our families, and our communities. So I got three suggestions that I think it's time for us to get busy with. Three things that I feel will help us to be more fortified personally, with our families, and of course, within our communities. Number one, focus on thyself meaning focusing on personal healing and looking at the triggers so that we understand how do we respond to crisis? How do we process crisis? And how do we go about creating solutions through problem solving? When it comes to governing ourselves personally, which is really the only thing that we can do, a lot of the times it's overwhelming and we want to be distracted. A lot of us are having to literally look in the mirror on a regular basis. And in this time, of course, we got to rest. We got to take it easy so that we're not too intense and too hard on ourselves. But this is also a time where we are forced to look in the mirror. If we can get through some of the trauma healing and some of the deep issues and triggers that we've been holding off on, we might be able to relieve ourselves and some of the things that come up when we got to make huge decisions in terms of how we're going to provide and survive and thrive through this situation. Now, I'm not suggesting we have to heal every childhood trauma in one night. But my point is, is when we take the time to look at some of the deeper traumas that we've overlooked or suppressed, we might find clarity on why we respond to crisis the way we do. And that way we can begin to rewire and process things in a more simplified manner, not lump everything together and turn everything into one huge overreactive emergency. 
Now, if we can get through some of those traumas and triggers, or at least understand how they work, we can move more effectively to number two, nurturing, establishing, and restoring meaningful relationships. Allowing ourselves to forgive, allowing ourselves to release can allow us to nurture and establish and restore relationships that we know we need to depend on in a time of crisis and need. What I mean by that is when we clear our mental, emotional hard drive of old grudges, of old worries, of triggers that do not serve us well, it gives us a little bit more room to nurture, establish, and restore meaningful relationships that we may need to depend on to get through the current crisis and pandemic. Now, I'm not saying we got to forgive and forget everybody who's ever hurt us. And I'm not saying that it's going to be simple, but some things that we're holding on to, it might be a time to release and let go so that the things that bog us down and the relationships that truly have a depth and a meaning that are bigger than our gripes, our worries, our fussing and our fighting, it might be worth restoring those things. Now, once we start working on number one, knowing thyself through focusing on our self-healing and releasing some of the triggers that hold us back, number two, start to nurture, establish, and restore the meaningful relationships that we know we care about and need in our lives to get through crisis, we get to number three, and that's really establishing a powerful network, a network of people that we care about, our loved ones, our families, our friends who have skills, resources, and of course, bartering systems. If we find ourselves continually waiting on support from government that we feel like we don't believe in or we're questioning, if we find ourselves codependent on resources that aren't necessarily coming through on time, in time with the follow-up and follow-through necessary for survival, for thriving, and for navigating through crisis, we're going to have to depend on our family, our community, and our nation members to really, really build our network and our net worth so that we can barter, so that we can lean on each other. And that's by establishing true value within ourselves and each other. So ladies and gentlemen, number one, focusing on knowing thyself, really, really using this quiet time to try to do some self-healing and release some of those triggers that hold us back. Number two, nurturing, establishing, and restoring some of the meaningful relationships that we know are important to us. And number three, establishing the network and the net worth of people in our lives who have skills, resources, and bartering systems so that we can cooperate and make it through with collective work and responsibility, with cooperative economics, and ultimately the love and care that we need to seek within ourselves and community members. There's no guarantee that any government system will be there for us 100%, and public health and safety can be practiced by us as individuals and community members. Now, I know that this is a stressful time, but if we can take a bit of this every single day and apply it, if we try it and apply it in ways that can start to alleviate and make us feel proactive for some of the pain that we're feeling, we might actually feel progress. Like I always say, I don't speak from superiority. I speak from a space of majority of us are dealing with this. And for those of us who want to navigate and survive and thrive in a healthy way, we're going to have to look at other options and alternatives to get through this public health and safety crisis, this public health and safety pandemic. I wish you and yours well, health, safety, and security in this time of need. My name is Miss Mariana and you've been plugged in
to the tune-up.